Sand Geeks, the 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 Sand Geeks. We are the Sand Geeks. Were you just singing a theme tune? Go on, admit it. I don't blame you. We've written a catchy theme tune. Uh, yes, uh, we are the Sand Geeks. I'm Chris. You can find me on YouTube at Fragmental. My Instagram is fragmental.uk. The man who is uh, virtually sitting next to me, because he isn't actually, he's 130 miles away, uh, there and thereabouts, is Steve from the YouTube channel Frags to Riches. Hello, Steve. Hello, how you doing, mate? You all right? I'm good. You had a good it's week? Good. I have, mate. I have. It's good. So what episode are we on now? Is this episode nine? Is this nine. episode nine? It is isn't ep nine. Yeah. It, do you know what? It's episode nine of the number one podcast. To be precise, it's the number one podcast in fashion and beauty in Portugal. There we go. That's Numero that's it, uno. Wow. We need to retire now. So the, what I'm talking about there, for anybody that's wondering, is uh, Chris and I stumbled across um, some uh, chartable. They kind of published some rankings uh, based on iTunes listens and downloads. And so, yeah, we are in Portugal under the fashion and beauty section. We are the number one podcast. Um, I mean, we are, thank you. Thank you, Portugal. Yes, we're number 20 in Austria. Um, we are <laughs> number 51 in Ireland, 41 in Netherlands. Uh, seven, no, seven in Canada, I believe, aren't we? We are, oh, mate. We've fallen some places. We're number 20 in Canada now. We've oh, fallen God, well, we, six places. Right. We would, we did peak at number seven, I think. Okay. And in the UK, we are number 100, which I'm very pleased about I, you know it sounds silly and, and we do joke but that's really cool I, I was really pleased about that anyway and we've had over 20,000 downloads mate that's amazing well I mean what we're doing right mate they, I think we just kind of are doing this all by accident we, we're just phoning each other up every Sunday night for a, for a chat and people are people are listening <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and thank you, thank you for listening. So uh, yeah. yeah, sorry, I, I went off on one there. So no, how are you anyway? See, How's see, your weekend? Oh, my my weekend's been great, mate. Yeah, just nice, nicely chilled out. I've not really done much in terms of content creation, although I, yeah, I, I I couldn't resist. I've done a little bit on Instagram, and I've been doing a little bit of editing for a video that I've got coming up in the next week or two. But other than that, it's just been really nice. Went and saw my sister uh, over in Manchester, and her fella is uh, is. Well, through my YouTube channel, he's kind of got really into his his frags as well. So we always have a good cool. good old chat about that. I took him some things to smell. I love introducing people to amazing scents that I have that that they've never smelled before. So I took a few Nasamatos and a Roger and um, uh, my the, the new one actually uh, my my uh, most recent submission from Aaron on the one we we're working on together. So we just had a bit of a sniffing sesh. Um, and then came back home and we've, we've had a nice relaxed day today. How's your weekend been? Uh, good, mate. Yeah, good. I did uh, filmed a couple of videos yesterday evening, so I'll probably edit one of those after because that'll go out tomorrow. Um, yeah, done a bit of testing. I've had a bit of testing this week, but today was really nice. Nice family day. We took uh, the boy and the dog. We went for a walk along the river. It's sort of quite a sort of cliche middle class but um yeah it was lovely i really enjoyed it so, and then did yeah. you go home and have avocado crushed avocado on toast with a, with a poached <laughs> we, egg on we top? did have some hot chocolate when we got back it was very yeah, uh, yeah yeah no it was yeah so it's just very nice quite a chilled weekend really um Good. yeah so can't can't really complain well we worked How's... so hard monday to friday mate we deserve a nice relaxing weekend so yeah, nice nice to hear so what have you been wearing this week then? Okay, so this week I've been wearing uh, I've been wearing a really lovely one, actually. It's growing on me the more I wear it. It's from Swedoft, the Swedish brand that I've been trying a few things out. It's called Royal Satisfaction. It's okay. a sweet, spicy, smooth blend. It's it does actually smell quite regal. Um, it's it's a it's a beautiful scent actually. Uh, Dua Man I've been wearing, which very interestingly, is uh, brand new to me. Dua kindly sent it to me because they knew that I'm such a big fan of Lamal. And as okay. we know, Lamal's uh, current formulation is not what it used to be. But Dua, as usual, are stepping in and have come up with a composition of Lamal, which is an inspiration of vintage Lamal. So I've been thoroughly uh, whisked back to, to my youth by wearing uh, that and yeah god i forgot 
how strong and potent Lamal used to be. So it's been wonderful to to put that back on again and um, and and smell the differences. I've been testing it side by side. So I will be doing a video on that once I've worn it a little bit more. Uh, I've also been wearing Absolutio from Stephen uh, Red Lessons' brand Navitus. Absolutio, okay, yeah. that's my favourite. I think from uh, from his lineup. Beautiful, beautiful scent. And also, I've been wearing Aqua di Gio Profondo, which is uh, yes. which a review went out on. Uh, I, on I watched the... that. I was intrigued because that was the one that you uh, referred to or you hinted at, and I think it was last week's podcast with the mandarin in it. So That's I did right. watch that. That's the but one. But it sounds like it's a perfectly solid fragrance, but if not, sort of underwhelming and nothing too exciting. As it yeah, were. exactly. You summed it up, mate. Beautiful opening. You'd love the opening because of that mandarin. But yeah, other than that. It, it's fine, you know, it's very pleasant. It would work in the summer, but it just went a little kind of generic. And like I say, the reason that it didn't really excite me that much is because I have other, you know, blue type fragrances that I find more interesting and exciting than that. So not a bad fragrance, but I've just got better ones. Um, I saw um, Jeremy did his uh, first impressions of it as well. He sort of quite liked it. Um, oh, I, I didn't see that. Did he? Did he? he yeah, he, he sort of. Yeah, he sort of. He was sort of quite pleased with it. He didn't kind of rave as such, but he said, "Yeah, it's really good. Really liked it. He thinks it's going to be successful." He said it's quite sort of similar, um, but it's interesting actually because watching your uh, video, I ended up going on a YouTube rabbit hole. Do you ever do that where you like watch? Oh a video yeah, and then you're like, oh, and then it gives you some ideas. So watching that, because I was l- looking forward to watching that, so I watched it and I was like, oh, I'm sort of a bit under underwhelmed because I, I was hoping it was going to be really good. As you know, I love Mandarin, so I was like, oh, this. Is good. And I don't own any Aqua de Gio fragrances. I used to wear or Aqua de Gio as it's uh, supposedly pronounced, but I used to wear it quite a lot to work. So I kind of got a bit fed up with it, and it feels a bit sort of not dated but it just feels a bit sort of tried and tested now it's quite a common fragrance i often smell it when i go to work conferences or whatever so i don't really yeah. i don't own any versions of it now so after watching your video i was like ah oh. and then i watched a few more um a couple of other sort of videos uh reviewing profondo and it's sort of same sort of reactions as you really so then i started kind of looking at all the different aqua di and and then i started looking at oh there's absolute oh this sounds good oh this sounds right off my street and then there was absolute instinct and then i started watching reviews of that and then i got to a video of women's reactions they were like oh no it smells like powdery and like an old man and and etc etc <laughs> and then i went full circle i went back to aqua di Gio absolute yeah and i've ordered it mate blind bought it what <laughs> i know it's crazy isn't it so yeah. off the back of watching my review you went down the aqua the geo rabbit hole and you've yes. ended up ordering absolute yes and my <laughs> logic being and that's a blind purchase as well even though it doesn't get well it gets quite a lot of mixed reviews a lot of people said it's just done and it's a bit invictusy so they said it's just nothing special but i don't own any of the invictus line um again i used to wear like an invictus um back in the day but not anymore um so i don't own any of that and then i thought i don't own any aqua di Gio, so it, apparently this version is not too aqua di Gio kind of heavy because i didn't want too much of the original dna uh but it's quite sweet quite mass appealing so it sounded quite sort of yes yeah, a little street, bit richer really. than um than profondo and the original i think you'll like yeah. it mate. i think out of all of them it's a good choice to go for because it's got some body and it's got a bit more depth and complexity which i think is right up your street i think you'll enjoy it you know in a designery type way yeah, but it's very i, mean, I like i enjoy very it designer yeah yeah so if anybody's listening uh, go into the facebook group so the saint geeks podcast facebook group <clears> and let me know if you've gone down a youtube rabbit hole recently and how did it did it end up in a purchase <laughs> let me know did, it, did you end up outside me. of the fragrance world and somewhere that you never thought you would end up that would be interesting let us know about yeah, that that would be cool yeah so anyway i interrupted you yeah so you were saying what you were wearing um, so I pretty much finished. I'd also worn Cool Water as well. Uh, so I had a little bit of a, a nice little blast from the past this week with my Lamal and my, my Cool Water. Uh, oh, so yeah. so a, a good week, a good week of fragrances. Of course, as always, I've been testing and, you know, patches of skin, various different things. But, you know, we've, we've not got two hours, so I won't go into all those things. Um, but I would like to ask you what you've been wearing this week. I have been I've been doing a lot of testing this week so there's quite a few days where I've just been testing kind of stuff um, like multiple fragrances a day and things so um, today though I just wore one of my favourites for my walk along the river I went for the Chronic 
Um, yes. I wore yesterday. I wore actually. I'll come back to that because that kind of looped back round. So what else have I worn? I've worn um, Hafez nineteen eighty one. Um, again, it's just I was the other day. It was really cold and rainy, and I was at home and I wanted something nice and warm and classic winter. It's one of my favourite winter fragrances. You you mean Hafez nineteen eighty four? A 1984, sorry. Yeah. I don't know where 1981 comes from. No, I from. do. I they, they do one called 1981X, which is an interpretation of Naxos, which is also very good from Alexandria. Ah, that's where um, it is in my head. Because yeah. I, I assume, I've always assumed that 84 was the year Hanny was born, because I'm 83, so yeah, I always that, I think that, want him to be That's what I've always thought as well, yeah. Yeah, so you are right. So that is um, indeed correct, 1984. <laughs> I thought uh, I'd pull you up on that before we get any uh, anyone on the Facebook group. Um, excuse me, it's not uh, Hafez 1981. It's actually Hafez 1984, I think you will find. Yeah, we, we, the people will do that. So apologies, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was just I literally made a note just before we sort of podcasted and I just had that in my head for some reason. Anyway, uh, what else? I tried, I had a sample, I ordered something recently and I had a sample of... Um, Gucci fragrance which I thought because I didn't know anything about it was fairly new but it turns out it's not it's Gucci made to measure I thought oh this must be a new one from Gucci but then when I looked it up it's like quite a few years old now I think it's like 2015 or I don't know a couple of years old at least Um, and that was perfectly nice but quite underwhelming I wouldn't bother buying it just sorry but to interrupt mate in relation to that do you ever get a sample and it's something you think is brand new and you're thinking oh maybe I can get the an early review out there maybe yeah. maybe I can be like the world exclusive on this fragrance and you're getting all excited and you go onto YouTube and you search for the fragrance and then you see that Red Lessons did one five years ago and you're like oh, yeah yeah shit Stephen's always there but that was a classic <laughs> example of that I mean I wasn't like chomping, chomping at the bit or anything but I thought oh I, that must be fairly new I, I don't I've not seen anything I'll, I'll probably just do a first impressions of it and then when I actually looked it up I was like oh it's really old and there's loads of videos on it and most people said the same thing. It's it's perfectly nice, but if standard, quite boring and underwhelming. So yeah, um, I had that. And I've also been wearing some of Aaron Terence Hughes's uh, fragrances this week because I'm going to do a review. I've got a video coming out on Friday of Blood Orange, which is my favourite from the line. Uh, but I've been okay. wearing a few of them and, and trialling them. Um, so I sort of just give a brief overview of my video as well. So, um, so Great, yeah. mate. I will, well, I look forward to that video. Yeah, no, I'm sort of quite pleased with it. Filmed it yesterday, uh, got to edit it yet, um, yeah. but I think it's I think it's quite a good video. But I really I really enjoy Blood Orange. That's my favourite from the line. So yes, a spoiler. it is. It's, it is a, a good one. Very versatile as well because it's like a it's an orange, but it's not a, a light bright citrus. It's quite a brooding, rich citrus fragrance. I feel quite rounded. Yeah, and rich. I, I just I think one of the main things I say in the video is I'm sort of spoiling my content here, but it's because it's quite a natural um non-synthetic type sort of citrus it's um it's not too sort of it's not too zingy like you say it's kind of got some you know it, it feels quite natural and it's not too like zingy and synthetic in your nose it's just quite a, like an it's like smelling an actual orange or mandarin or something it's, it's really absolutely nice. a lot of citrusy scents can have that slight vibe of mm, does it remind me of toilet cleaner or kitchen surface cleaner you know the yeah, lemony exactly. aspect but it, it doesn't go there at all it's not it's nothing like that it's it's no. much richer and natural smelling than, than those types of, of things um does that so is that everything you've worn this week shall yeah, we that's, yeah, all I need to shall back, we so, yeah. talk about who's bought us a coffee this week yes let's let's do the um admin or podmin um so kofi so if you are unaware if you're a relatively new listener we have a little kofi account which is the principle behind kofi is you can just donate as little as three pounds towards the uh, podcast and it's basically like you're buying us a coffee to say thank you that's hence the name so it's uh, ko-fi.com forward slash the scent geeks all one word so if you go there you can uh, leave a little comment as well to say you know well done guys or whatever and and buy us a coffee and a few people have bought us a coffee this week so we always like to give them a shout out as they've gone to the effort um so we've had uh laika laika uh bought us uh some coffee she said uh or he i don't know if that's a boy or girl apologies no i think um, i think in- it's a girl she yeah i remember um talking to us about our very first podcast and 
Uh, yeah, I yes. think she was there from the start. So, I, yeah, th- th- thank you very much for that. That's uh, yes. Thanks for the coffee. Um, she said, um, enjoy your coffees, boys. I'm enjoying your podcast every week. Thanks, which is lovely. Oh, so, lovely. Thank you very much. Um, Travis also bought us. Um, he made quite a generous donation as well. He bought us um, some coffees. Uh, two of my favourite fragrance channels coming together to create my new favourite podcast. Keep up the great work, guys. Love the idea of testing discovery sets here, uh, on the Scentcast. Greatly looking forward to your uh, ATH collab, Chris. Uh, which we can come to talk about in a little bit um, all the best from the US so thanks for that Travis thank you um, Travis Chris from Denver also uh, made a good donation thank you he said instead of Starbucks I call it five bucks because you're almost guaranteed uh, to spend that much <laughs> so thanks for that and Maz also uh, did a donation bought us a coffee uh, love the idea of you guys testing a discovery set would be interested in your opinions on the Lalabo La- La range I can get my tongue okay. around that one I would uh, actually love to do that one because I don't own any mm. Lalabo I've smelt some whenever I go in stores that have Lalabo and I'm guessing you've probably not really smelled them or own any so yeah no. that sounds like a good one yeah, and they said uh, you can't move in Shoreditch without smelling wafts of Santel uh, 33 in the air. <laughs> Great podcast, lads. Keep up the good work. So, yeah, yes. the hipsters are loving Labo. Yes. So that's all the Kofi donations. So thanks again. As I say, you can um, donate. So ko-fi.com forward slash the scent geeks, all one word. And we put all that money towards like hosting fees and basically just um, paying to kind of keep the podcast running. So thanks for that, everybody. Much appreciated. Thank you. Yes. So, um, what? So, what's caught your eye? What's been going on in the world of Fragcom lately? Well, so there's been um, there's been uh, a, a couple of things, a couple of videos this week actually that have caught my eye. Some weeks I'm, I struggle a little bit because I, I look for things that are a little bit different, um, mm. and I, you know, often it's kind of the same old stuff. You know, a lot of it's, it's good stuff, but I look for something that just stands out. And one thing, well, two things that stood out to me. I'm going to start with the first thing. So um, Demi Rawling posted a video this week. And this ties into something that that we've chatted a little bit about as well. It ties into YouTube and and mental health. So Mm. we can get onto that because Demi uh, talked a little bit about mental health in her video, which I thought was very brave of her to do. She revealed a few things. Like she'd been in a car accident last year and something else had happened, which she didn't go into, but she'd, she'd had a, a really a horrible 2019. And I, I, I just thought, wow, she, she grew so much last year. Mm. Her, her channel just went catastrophic. And to be able to do that, to be able to put in that work and commitment and go on camera when things are not going well in your personal life, whatever you know those issues might be, uh, just made me think what what a what a woman to to be able to do that what bravery and and commitment so newfound respect I always had I had big respect for for Demi anyway but that that went much deeper watching watching that video she also had some other interesting things to, to talk about she was um, talking about her uh, her project that she's working on her, her new business which she didn't go into what it was but she just said it was related to fragrance and it would be um, partly based in Dubai partly in Paris so looking forward to hearing the updates on that which I think she said would come in, in a few months and yeah, she, did, she yeah. is collaborating yes that's right and she's also collaborating on a fragrance release with another big fragrance house not Parfum de Mali so my mm-hmm. guess is maybe Initio because she she loves a lot of Initio fragrances and I know that she owns a few so if it's not PDM I, I would my, my, I would hazard a guess at it being Initio but we'll have to wait and see but that would be exciting if Demi's going to do a collab with Initio um, definitely yeah. so yeah, the the um, the mental health side of the video was was very interesting because Demi was talking about how YouTube has helped her, how it's been therapy for her when she's going through tough times. She can turn on the camera, and I I get what she's saying because 
you're focusing on other things than, than the bad things going on in your life. You're focusing on creating content and connecting and engaging with your subscribers. She said she, she loves meeting her subscribers. It's, and it, it, it's a fantastic feeling, actually. I don't, I don't know if anyone has, has recognised you yet, Steve, any of your subbies. Have they? Uh, have you been recognised well, in public? I don't have nowhere near as many <laughs> subs as, as you or Demi, for sure. But someone did see me once coming out of um, a uh, in an airport, actually. <laughs> oh, uh, right. When I went, come back from uh, one of my holidays uh, last year. Yeah. Um, they didn't speak to me there and then, but they put a comment on one of my videos saying, oh, I've just seen you coming out of the airport, uh, um, the fragrance store, whatever, the duty-free fragrance uh, here at the airport. Um, yeah, you probably were smelling loads or whatever. So I did sort of respond. Oh, to mate, it. I was yeah, hoping you were going to say they saw you from from the other side of the arrivals lounge, and they went, "Oi, word to your mother." <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm surprised nobody's shouted that out. But yeah, that's going to happen, mate. That that is going to when you grow more, that is going to happen. Somebody actually commented the other day, and they they sort of missed the irony slightly because they said, uh, "Oh, please stop saying word to your mother. It's just so 80s. I saw that like, comment. Yeah, yeah. And I, in one of my recent videos, I did sort of almost respond to it and said it's, that was kind of the point because I got a bit fed up of kind of going, "Hi guys, welcome yeah. to my channel," just like everybody does. So I just wanted to say something else. So I just started messing around saying different things, and yeah, which I just remembered like the it was. Um, Vanilla Ice in the song like Word to Your Mother or something like that so I just literally said that just messing around once uh, for one of my intros and it sort of stuck and it was just stupid like you know like an English white guy saying that so that's kind of the point it I've got to admit to mate when I first stupid. heard you saying Word to Your Mother I was like oh god what are they so cringy what is this guy doing and then mate you, you committed to that you went all in on the words of your mother and well done congratulations because you you stuck to it and you are still doing it now what is it a year and a half down the line is it it a couple of years in now and I suspect it's probably a lot of people click on a video see that and go fuck this and probably hit stop and unsubscribe or something but no it's just I just got I just wanted to avoid that whole you know that intro to videos and you know everybody does it hi guys welcome to my channel and i and i'm not having a pop at anybody that does it because you have to say hello um but i just wanted to say something different so i was just kind of messing around really and it's sort of stuck like that. well so, yeah. you, you committed so it has now become funny it's taken you two two years but it <laughs> yeah, is now well, funny so well done mate you've done I, it i don't know if it is <laughs> but yeah but uh, we digress yeah going back to the uh, the mental health side um i just wanted to give it a shout out as well to chad at the channel um, a gentleman's journey because he's not done a video about it but in one of the uh, facebook uh, groups he posted um, a message just to all the other reviewers just to say that he's um, not retiring he's not sort of quitting youtube or anything like that he's not ready to do that but he is kind of going on a little a break a little hiatus i think did he say for about five or six months i can't remember the exact time i think now. three it's three or four months i think uh, he's yeah, he, he, he spoke to me he's planning on filming some content a little bit of content in that time but without the pressure of having to upload it by a certain time or having to upload a certain number of videos a week Uh, so I think he's going to enjoy having some time away from YouTube film a bit of stuff but um, but sit on it and take his time to edit it and then when he comes back in three or four months he he, he will upload then but yeah he just yeah he's in his message that it was sort of he wants to focus on obviously spending some time with his family and his wife and sort of focus on his mental and physical health and stuff as well which again I totally respect because we've sort of discussed this before and kind of as Demi said I think some people find um, YouTube quite therapeutic um, and it can be it can be like an outlet Uh, for me it's kind of probably a creative outlet but um, but it can also be a it's a roller coaster ride kind of mentally I think sometimes because you get these really big highs when you have a you know a popular video and loads of positive comments but then obviously there's trolls around that kind of always want to try and take that from you um, so if you yeah, I can see why it's not um, the necessarily the best place for um, kind of growing mental health but it can be therapeutic kind of which is what Demi sort of suggested as well so there is definitely yeah. a link between YouTube and mental health because I think a lot of people yeah they they like to use YouTube for that therapy side of things but you've got to be very careful and this is advice I would give to anyone who's starting a YouTube channel is be prepared to take the rough with the smooth. YouTube can give you some really good feelings. You know, you can feel happy about connecting with people and creating content. But especially when you grow to a certain point, you are going to experience some or a lot of negativity. 
and that's a real shame that that it happens but it's just something that we have to be aware of and we have to deal with so if anyone is thinking of starting a youtube channel to take their mind off other things in their life and focus on creating content uh, then just be prepared to um to develop a thick enough skin to be able to deal with um the the negative side of things and i know aaron uh, struggled with that a little bit because he kind of came onto the scene all guns blazing and he was on my channel and then he started his own youtube channel i feel we things have that's set- aaron terence hughes in case aaron terence hughes yeah i think things seem to have settled a little bit but there was a point where he had to turn he had to not read the comments on his videos and i told him to not read the comments on on my videos because he loved uh some of the plus points that YouTube was offering him in terms of exposure and a a platform to uh, express his opinions, which is always an enjoyable thing. But whenever you're expressing an opinion, then you are going to get people who disagree and feel like they want to hate on you because of that, because you don't agree with them, which is absolutely outrageous, but it happens. So if anyone is thinking about YouTube, just bear in mind that it's not it's not all going to be positives. You are going to have to be prepared to deal with with some negatives as well. And I think from what Demi was saying that YouTube has not really had, I don't think she alluded to the fact that YouTube had had many negatives on her life. If anything, it was a positive. It's her career. Uh, it's helped to focus on creating content rather than the things going on in her life. So for her, it has been a real lifeline. But for someone like Chad, I think it's a little different because whilst he loves YouTube and he loves putting the content out there and he loves connecting with other people about his passion of fragrance, I think he has also found it can be hard work. I think he has frustrations with the YouTube algorithm. As long as I've watched Chad, he's always talked about the fact that YouTube don't push his videos, that people aren't getting notifications. So he's he's got this love-hate relationship with YouTube and mm. I think it gets to a point and he puts a lot of content out there, Chad. You know, it's not does, it's yeah, not one or really two, does. it's it's a several a week. He works very very hard. By the way, if if no one I can't remember if you mentioned Steve, but Chad is um has the YouTube channel called A Gentleman's Journey. One of the um very early fragrance YouTubers. I don't think he was quite original, but he he's certainly one of the earlier ones. And one of the first that I came across that, that I started watching. And I I think there's an aspect to YouTube that he enjoys, but then he has his frustrations. So get, Chad gets to a point, I think, where he just needs to take some time off. He needs to walk away and focus on things in his life. I don't I don't know what Chad's got going on in his life. He always talks about him, him having mental health issues. I mean, that is so wide ranging, it, it could be anything, but he wants to take some time to focus on some of those issues, but also focus on his physical health as well, because it's. I feel it's something, he feels it's something that he's neglected over the years. And I can see that, you know, he works hard. He, 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 um, he drives a bus in Canada and he works long hours. And then on top of all that, he does a lot of YouTube. He does more videos than me, I think. So I, I'm i not surprised that he, he maybe gets to the point where he needs to take time off. And I remember having a conversation with, with George about it as well, because George was getting to the point where he, he was doing this daily grind of making a video every day. And he got to the point where he just needed a rest and he needed to, to take a break. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But my suggestion was, well, why don't you just do three or four videos a week? And you're still there almost every day. You're still present. You're still in people's minds. So you're still going to grow, but you're not um, breaking your back and putting so much pressure on yourself to have to make one video every day because it's difficult. I couldn't do that. I'm I'm doing three a week and I'm fine. I'm working, um, you know, every day, all day. On, with that and, and Instagram on, on top of, of that as well, it's 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 a big task. And most people have other jobs as well. So, uh, I yeah, it's um it's a difficult it's a difficult subject. I think YouTube can be good and it can be bad, but you've just got to go into it being mindful of the pros and the cons. I think is is the best way of uh, of of finishing it off, really. Yeah, totally. I mean, 
and um, I had um, a relatively new YouTuber contact me um, not that long ago saying um, oh I got my first kind of trolly sort of nasty comment and it sort of knocked me a little bit how do you sort of deal with it and I sort of said to them well I because I used to do stand-up comedy I you know I used to quite enjoy a bit of heckling or audience banter or whatever so I used to I'm used to kind of putting people down and shutting them up and kind of having the last word or but you, you, you don't have that privilege on YouTube you can't like when you're a comedian you have the mic and they're in the audience and you've got power you've got control and you've got a microphone and you're always going to outwit them because they're nine times out of ten they're drunk as well so it's quite easy but on <laughs> YouTube it, it, there's no end you can't just it, though I used to always kind of make responses and put comments back and normally they were sort of quite funny or make them look stupid there's, there's no end to it because they'll just keep going so you're just like that's what they want they want to get a response from you and you're just playing into the hands so so i've sort of learned that now so i just uh, as i said to them as best thing to do is just to ignore the comment delete it and just block them because you don't want yeah. them viewing your stuff you don't want them on your channel what what they're not going to bring anything positive so yeah by all means if somebody's commenting constructively then i will leave Fine. it and i will respond Fine. and i'll respect yeah. that but when people are just being nasty or just trolling then the, there's no need for it or you you know that's not gonna add any value to your channel so just block absolutely them. not and they're just baiting you into a response and the people who are doing that are people who have issues in their life and they have you know as sad as it may be they they will have negativity in their lives and they are projecting that negativity on other people through YouTube and it's it's awful and you know it, it's gonna it's gonna happen it's a shame uh, I, it brings me on to actually um to uh to, to eugene from you smells good because he um put a video out a couple of years ago that that ruffled a lot of feathers and it was 10 something like 10 fragrance reviews that that i hate and yeah. a lot of people were sticking up for him saying yes you know freedom of speech and it's all about opinion and that's just his opinion he should be allowed to say it and a lot of people were, were saying well wh why be that negative can we not just enjoy this passion and this hobby together and, and be positive i think more most people were on that side of the fence saying that you know we should have more positivity and we shouldn't use social media as an outlet for kind of negativity and 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 you know, hate, hateful talk, but you know, Eugene has now has said, and he's spoken to me personally because he um, he reached out to me actually at Christmas time, and uh, I, I've not spoken about this actually, and he 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 said, look, I'm I'm sorry for for what I said. Uh, he he did a video that he, he said some things about me which I didn't watch because I didn't want to, and people advised me not to as well, so I didn't see it, but I kind of know the the tone of the video and he um he apologized to me and he said that he's been dealing with some stuff in his life he's been in some dark places and that where he was in his head uh, was projecting onto his youtube channel and he was putting it out there and so so he's he's admitted that so that's the other side of it isn't it you know it's people who are creating content who who can be like that as well but fair play mm -hmm. to him he he seems to have come through that period in his life and you know what? It meant so much to me that he got in touch with me, and and he he said that, and I I apologised to him because I did a sort of response video as well, and I said, look, I I I shouldn't have done my video. I've learned from that, and I will never be doing it again. So uh, I was in the wrong too. So so you know I apologised. So we kind of both apologised and squared it all off really, and and I think we're good, which is really nice. You know, it's I'm I'm glad that we've we've come to that. Um, to that point, uh, and I, I just hope that uh, that everyone can do that. Really, whether they're creators or whether they're just subscribers or, or viewers, I, I we we all just need to get along, Steve, don't we? Yeah, I mean, as we've said, as we touched on last week, everybody's got different opinions, and there's not always a right or wrong. So it's just a matter of kind of respecting the difference in opinions and agreeing to disagree quite we often, are going deep we, we've gone deep yeah. on this we but have. i think it's a subject that's worth going deep on uh so I, let's let's kind of take things into a little more of, a, of an upbeat positive territory still sticking with youtube content so when i'm thinking of youtube content to that's worthy of commenting on through the week i'm I'm going to comment on things that stand out to me, like Demi's video, and a video that uh, that really stood out to me today, and I'm so pleased to say it's my friend George. 
he I saw this before today. He sent it to me because he'd been editing it and he he wanted to uh, he wanted me to watch it and just check that it was as funny as as initially he thought it was because sometimes when you when you get hours into an edit you're like oh is it is this actually is this working is it funny so it's nice to to just get a bit of reassurance i watched it a couple of days ago and i just thought wow this is the best thing george has ever done so george released a video today which is his review of um, zoologists uh, tyrannosaurus rex but he did this video in the style of an, a 1970s or early 80s documentary um, called Nature's Calling. And he plays uh, a character called Dov Laszlo. He's an American. And right from his his first appearance on the screen, he wears a big moustache and big hair. You can't really you can't even tell it's George. Uh, I was I was in stitches and um, it really reminded me of the way that um uh, Carl Sagan's Cosmos documentary, famous documentary from the early 80s. It really reminded me of that in terms of the music and the way it looked, you know, that retro style. And then when I phoned George after I'd watched it, he said, without me saying it reminded me of that, he said, that's what I was inspired by. And I was like, well, you actually, you got it. You fully, you fully nailed it. Um, just to give people a little bit of a, an idea of the tone of this, I'm going to play just a little bit of a sound clip for you. Uh, if you haven't watched this video, I urge you to go to George's channel, The Fragrance Apprentice, and watch it. So this this is the uh, this is the intro. Here we go. And now on VTV, a brand new episode of Nature's Calling with Dov Laszlo. On this week's episode, the rise and fall of the mighty Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> so you can you can hear that the music is um, is kind of going all uh, uh, out of tune as if it as if it's on an old tape that's um, that's been playing and the picture's all crackly and then when George comes on screen it's uh, it's it's brilliant here's another clip of this is George's voice as as an American. Oh. It's just such a magnificent shape, so beautiful, so unique, but also classic. I really, really love it. Think it looks just so good. This, of course, an extract to parfum, which means that it's really, really strong. <laughs> I'm not going to play anymore. If you want to hear any more, you can go to Georgie's channel. But, um, you know, it really... Did you see it, Steve? Did you? Have you watched yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it today. Yeah, well, obviously, because it came out today, so I couldn't watch and it what, yesterday. What did you I, think? I didn't have a... Um, I more than anything, I loved that George got back to doing something different and creative. <coughs> excuse me, and creative. He's the last uh, few weeks. He's been doing a lot of kind of listy kind of uh, designer videos, which are cool. I do enjoy them, and I and I do get some good ideas. I he almost sent me off on a little YouTube uh, rabbit hole the other day. Actually, when I started looking at, he was raving about uh, Boss Bottled. No, Boss the Scent Absolute um, was uh, one yes. of his sort of favourites. That was in one of his videos. Um, I think it was the one he. I think it was a Can't Stop Wearing video. So I have been enjoying those videos, but uh, they. It was nice because when I watch them, as much as I enjoy them, I just know how creative George is and how, like, when he you know does what he does best, it you know it is amazing. Like my favourite video of his, and it still it still is. He's still not beaten it yet was um has to be the kisses rain video which i've raved about um so i urge everybody to go and watch that his review of um, yeah a lot kisses of people rain love that one. is just yeah I, it's just i just think it's unbeatable just like the, the the delivery the content the actual the way he also his passion for the fragrance the way he describes it but he basically because that that fragrance is based on um it's linked to some art he, he it's all around um him being within the art and he is like the portrait or in the picture and stuff and it's and it's so well done and he, t he actually told me when i was talking to him about it that uh, that almost killed his uh old he had an old computer that was had to um, encode the video and stuff and he said it was yeah, like dying right. a death trying to do yeah, it it was like yeah, really struggling um, so yeah that for me is what George is about when I think of George and the Fragrance Apprentice that's what yeah. I love to see like, the really that's, creative yeah that is a very so. avant-garde kind of uh, but, but very 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 artistically done uh, and if you if you want a good laugh and you want something funny then uh, did you see his World War 3 fragrances with Lex Ellis where they did a yes. collab that, yes, was, that, was, that, Lex was, that was hilarious Lex was really funny <laughs> yeah um, in his garden yeah. the unfortunate thing is 
that these creative YouTube videos don't, and I, I get this with mine, if I do something a little more creative as well, they just don't get as high viewed. The fragrance no. community, there's, uh, you know, a lot of people love them, but a lot of people just want you to say, yeah, this fragrance is going to pull you compliments. And that's all, that's that's what, unfortunately, the views show that mm. that's what most people want. So what I try and do, and I think what George tries to do, is is balance it, is balance the, the, the AdSense content, because, you know, we have to make a living, I guess, with the um, with the passion content. And I, you've, you've got to satisfy yourself creatively as well, otherwise it will become a job and it will become a chore. And, you know, I don't think George wants that. I, I certainly don't want that. I know you you don't want that. It's a hobby for you. you you're doing it for the passion. Uh, yeah, so we want to, yeah, we want to always enjoy it. So this one, <laughs> the Tyrannosaurus Rex, it, it's, a, it's one, it, I think it's his best one because... And I'm gonna just just say to from a uh, I've done some acting, so from an acting point of view, to be able to put in commit to that character which he does beautifully and put in that performance to hit those comedic beats, but on top of all that, still do a fragrance review as not yeah. himself as a character with all that comedy. It's very hard thing to do. So when I saw him, when I watched the video, I was just smiling all the way through and I just thought he just, he did an absolutely wonderful job. That, that video needs some views. So folks, you scent geeks out there, go and, go and watch the Fragrance Apprentice's latest video, the T-Rex the review and, and, and have a good laugh and, and admire at the, um, at the retro goodness. It's a beautiful thing. Yes, uh, totally agree. And but also check out Kisses Rain because that's still my favourite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> throw, yeah throw that in there. for sure, man. Yeah. Anyway, we're time as per usual. Time oh, is ticking on. Is it time for scenario? It is time for scenario. And um, what before we do scenario, what I will say is um, people have been put in the questions. So I've, I asked for people to submit their listeners' questions, which we were going to do a segment on. And yet again, we've run out of time, but we will definitely do it next week. So if you go into the Scent Geeks podcast uh, Facebook group, there's a thread that I've started in there. If you put a comment underneath with your question we'll try and what we do each week we'll probably just address at least one or two of them or we might just do a whole session of it and we don't know yet and then every time i do one i'll just reply to that comment and say yeah this was answered in episode nine or episode 10 etc etc so sounds yeah, good just to remind people to do that and we'll, we'll try and touch upon those uh, next week anyway so this week's scenario has come from another youtube uh, creator and instagrammer it is tony at the youtube channel fragdicted and you can also Tony. find him yes you can also find him on instagram with the same handle now he um he's kept it fairly simple but it's actually as per usual even though the sort of the situation is fairly straightforward it's, it's uh, perhaps i overthink it but i think there's a bit more to it than you might think okay so he's got he's gone straight in mate no messing your job is a sewage pipe cleaner and you are Ooh. literally knee deep in shit all day i mean that's a great start that's literally yeah. the opening sentence yeah you sometimes need to put your nose down your top to get a whiff of something nice, uh, nicer than piss and shit. Yeah. Um, something that will cut through and perform all day as you aren't allowed to reapply. So what is it going to be? Now, before you, just to give you a little bit more thinking time, the mm. only thing that I did consider in this is, as we touched upon the whole scent memories and scent association, I don't want to ruin one of my favourite fragrances by associating it with me being knee deep in shit do you know what i mean mm. that's my thinking i don't want to go oh yeah i love that fragrance so i'll put that on and then every time i then smell that fragrance when i'm at a party it reminds me of the time that i was you know knee deep in shit last tuesday I, so this is where it's a bit mm. of a, a a bit of a tricky one i want to find something that's nice that's clean that lasts but that doesn't necessarily have any emotional or sort of sentimental attachment to it or anything that i sort of love because I don't want it to be ruined. That's my thinking. This is a difficult choice then, because there's a, there's a good chance that you're, if you don't love it, you've not got it in your collection. I think that that's where the difficulty lies. So, mm, do you think a tr tricky one? Does it? Do you, are we thinking should it be something from um, 
from that I own from my collection, or do you think it's you know should be something that I yeah I, I think don't originally own? we we started this and we said you know what would you pick from your collection, but if there's yeah. something in mind, I guess if you know about it, you could go and buy it specifically okay. to wear when you're knee deep in shit. So okay. it's, if you could think of something that you're aware of, by all means, go for it. Well, I, having raised uh, two two kids, uh, I you know I have been knee deep in shit uh, on quite a few occasions. Uh, Punamis uh, are a thing; yes. they do happen. And uh, yes, they're they're not the most pleasant of situations. Anyone who's uh, who's got kids will know exactly what a punami is. Um, now, all right. So obviously, there's enough fecal matter floating around the old tootsies, so we don't want anything with oud or fecal barnyardy notes. I think. Oh, good lord, no. We we want to go away from that. So, I mean, the only the only I I think freshies aren't going to cut it because. They're just not heavy and strong enough to be to fight against the smell of poo. It's just not going to happen. Not that much poo, anyway. Not poo of that to that level. So you're going to have to go for something rich, full-bodied, deep, very heavy, and very sweet. I think. I think a almost piercing sweetness is going to be the only the only way that we can drown out that shit smell. Now. One of my favourite fragrances that is also one of my strongest fragrances is Parfums de Mali's Carlisle. Now, as you quite rightly said, I wouldn't want it to be one of my top, top fragrances that I associate with being needy last Tuesday in fecal matter. So I'm not going to go Carlisle. Even though I think it would work, I don't want to develop that negative association. Another very strong fragrance that I have, I do love it, I do love it, but I, you know, I could, I could deal with it if I didn't have to wear it again after I quit my sewage job because of the association. It's very sweet. It's very, it's very strong. Uh, one of the the strongest fragrances I've got. Now, it's um, it's a clone of Naxos. I've tested it against actual Naxos, and it seemed to me to be. A strong, very similar. Uh, I, I, it's actually, um, you know, the the chromatography machine. I was told when they were creating this fragrance, um, made it come out at ninety eight percent match to Naxos. So it pretty much is Naxos. It's a Naxos is a very strong fragrance. It does have some citrus in there as well, so it is gonna give you that nice little citrusy freshness to 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 help. But it's got it's such a heavy, sweet kind of honey fragrance. And I'm talking about Dua Fragrances interpretation of Naxos, which is called Fortune. So I could actually take the bottle down with me in my pocket because if I accidentally dropped it in the poo, it's not that expensive to purchase another bottle. And it's so uh, big a smell that I think having it down the top, lifting up the top, having a whiff, getting a blast of that beautiful Naxos up your nose would do the trick. So I'm going Doer's Fortune, which is an interpretation of Naxos. I think it sounds like a good choice, mate. I've not smelt it, but it sounds like there's some good logic behind that one. I think that sounds like a solid option. Well, I mean, mate, I'm... I'll spray it in a minute, and uh, I know you're 130 miles away, but you'll you'll get a whiff. Yeah. See, I was thinking that I'm never going to be able to outpower the shit um, smell, so it's more just kind of getting a like a... Just clearing the nasals, nasal passages with something a bit more pleasant. So I wasn't kind of going for the deepest, heaviest option to try and outpower it because I don't think I'm going to be able mm. to. But just to get a interesting a fresh, a fresh of something, that a, a blast of something nice as a little, a little, a little pick me up. Now, I, as I said to you before we started uh, recording, I did. I, I, normally, I've got one in my head before we even start, but I haven't. So I don't, I'm just trying to think now. Um, I've not going. I don't want to go anything too heavy or too like. I'm not like you. I don't want to go too heavy and too because conversely, I don't want to be choked out when I stick my sort of lift my jumper over my nose and smell it. I don't want to end up sort of being sort of choked out by it that way. So I'm thinking something like. Um, it's a bit boring, but again, it doesn't matter if it then sort of gets ruined because it gets smelled all the time anyway. But like Boss Bottled Intense, the EDP version actually performs quite well on me. It lasts quite long. It's quite heavy and rich and i love that sort of uh, apple pie vibe that's quite a comforting kind of smell so it might be something as boring as that and then if it does get ruined with a, a sort of scent memory or scent association it doesn't matter i can move on it's not like i don't feel like i've lost a, a valuable fragrance in my collection if that makes yeah. sense 
So I think I'd go for something okay. boring like that, to be honest. Yeah, it's not boring, mate. That, that's that's a good choice. But like you say, you don't want to go with something that, even though I do love Naxos, you, you don't want to go with something that excites you massively because if you do have to, you know, kick it into touch at, at some point because of the association, you want it to be something you don't care about losing. So that's a good choice, mate. I like it. Yeah, no, I I mean, don't get me wrong, I do really enjoy that. I think that's the best boss bottle that I've smelt. I've not smelt a lot of the newer ones, sort of boss bottle oud, etc. But I do really enjoy that version and it does last quite well on me. It performs yeah. quite well. So boss bottle oud sure is, is beautiful, mate. It's still yeah, got that I've apple heard. pie type vibe, it's so it's lovely. Yeah. I should try. But I think, yeah, if I put that under the under the jumper, round rounded nips or whatever. Yeah. So I lifted it up, got a good whiff, I think that'll last under there and I'd probably be okay. So, so there we go, everyone's happy. We've had a niche and a designer. There we go. There we go. That's always the way with us. I think that um, wraps so us up for the week, yeah? Does it? It or does, we... mate. It does. Yeah. I think that's it. We're, as I say, we'll address some listener questions next week, I think. Sure but, thing. So do, do sub them in. But, Look um, forward to it. I'm really... Well, I, 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 it's a shame we didn't have time this week because I'm really looking forward to engaging directly with some of our uh, listeners. So if anybody wants to suggest any topics or leave us with any questions, you can join our Facebook group, which is The Scent Geeks Podcast. Uh, you you need to answer a very 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 tricky question to uh, to be accepted into the group, and you'd be surprised. There's a few people who ask to join who who just do not give the answer to the question, so they they can't join. So um, do answer the very tricky question. If you're listening to this right now, I'm sure the question won't be that tricky for you. So it'd be great to see you there. I think we're over 100 people now in there, and I'm happy with that. I think it's a nice number. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but we've got some uh, messages in there. I think perhaps next week we'll just get straight in um, uh, with that, unless there's a busy week in, in the world of YouTube. Perhaps we'll just try and address a few of those because some of them are quite snappy and quite quick. I've read through some of them and some of them are a bit deeper and we generate some nice conversations. So we'll try and hit them up next week. Um, yeah. I'll leave you to sign off. So um, what I will just say is thank you, everybody, for listening again. Thank you for the for the downloads. Thank you for making us number one podcast in Portugal in fashion and beauty. Uh, but just to uh, remind you of that, do if you um, are a iTunes listener, do please leave us a review. Um, it'd be great if you actually left a little message with the review, but you don't have to. Just a five-star review would be amazing because that really helps us kind of grow the podcast. So if you could do that, I would love you forever. Um, but other than that, thanks again for listening, and I look forward to coming into your ear next week. Ooh, saucy. Yes, absolutely agree. Please, if you can, find it in your heart to pop over to iTunes. It really helps us out because a lot of the podcast statistics, it, they're difficult to get hold of, you know, and a lot of the statistics seem to be taken from Apple, but I know that many people don't listen through through Apple, so it's perhaps not a... Um, accurate representation but if you can if you if you can leave a, a comment or a rating if you've enjoyed the podcast uh, don't leave us a one star or anything like that we, you know we don't we don't want that um, but if you uh, if you've enjoyed it then yeah go along to apple podcasts and uh, show us a bit of love there that would be very much appreciated um, so i will sign off now thank you everybody for listening your support is truly wonderful we, we're loving doing this for you and long may it continue Get to work safely. Have a week, geeks. We were the Sand Geeks. Yeah.